<clears throat> okay, Aiden, uh, to start the show, I say start the party, Dan, and you get to decide how I say it. So you can choose like my mood or tone of voice. character, whatever yeah. you want. Cockney British. Oh, oh that, was, okay. that was immediate. That was very quick. Oi, start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. What I live for is the air that I breathe. Because I'm rude for me, and I'm not sorry. Welcome, everybody, to the block party. That was pretty good. Was it not bad? Yeah, because you just went right into it. You dove right in. Well, because I know I wanted to warm up a little bit. I want no, to be like, oh, they, oh, they, you don't want to get in your head. You don't want to get in your head. Oh, stop the party, dang. Okay, you well, know, you just made it so much worse. Yeah, see, I should have just stuck you with my just original. Stuck with, you nailed it the first time. <sighs> well, you can't get them all right. That's fine. No, it's okay. Hello, yeah. friends, idiots, and welcome. Wow, I fucked up the intro. That's it, how much the Cockney accent got in my head. It did, and then we've recorded an episode earlier today too. But that doesn't—that's not a factor we, for but me. No, that's but no, usually excuse. we do the regular episode first, then the bonus. Oh, you're we right. We did bonus first. Right. Now this we're is usually regular, what we do so. first. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're thrown off. It's okay. I got it. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 151. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And uh, this is, isn't 151, that's like a big liquor thing, right? Yeah, there's People the song, like 151, the, yeah. Malibu and Rum. Anyway, we're going to talk, yeah. we're going to talk liquor. Let's get our guest involved here. Our guest is uh, a writer, uh, a content creator, uh, and the, the sweetheart of the internet. Really and truly. Uh, Aiden Arada is here. Hi, Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. You said before the show that you you are hoping to increase your profile as the internet sweetheart. So we're just going to try our best. We're going to try and be on our like good behavior today to like increase your rep in that way. Yeah, thank you. This is like my big rebrand. This is my Lindsay on Oprah in like 2006, <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think yeah. that's about right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I would I would have no clue of the time frame, but it sounds correct. Yeah. Yeah. Although or no later. But well, yeah, it's the one where she goes, I don't do drugs. And Oprah's like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> Oprah's like, I can see the drugs. I can see yeah. the residue on you right now. Yeah. Well, she's having to do like a new rebrand, right? She's because doing she's, an NFT because she's now. doing that NFT based on her fursona or like her quote unquote fursona. I you guys see that. this thing? Yeah, she's like a. Yeah. Is she like a? Is it like a dog? I think or she's like a dog. A, yeah, with like red hair, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, she has a very interesting social media presence. She does because she's like, is she like living in Turkey, or is there just like a lot of like, like Turkish stuff going on in her social media? Oh, I don't know. I seem to Honestly, recall. I feel like I I dropped off in her Mykonos era, I think. So oh. she's from Greece. She's just shifted over to Turkey, which cool. Yeah, I I, I believe that's. Oh the yeah, because she she met with um with uh, Erdogan or whatever the the president. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So that was not <laughs> that was not great for her. I am waiting for her to meet the two. Like I probably said that wrong. Erdogan. Well, okay, you can go for it again. I guess. The well, two, I'm, I know trying, I, I'm trying to cover my bases. I know who you're talking about. Our listeners know who you're talking about. Well, people would say Erdogan, but there's no there's no chance. I don't that's think right. that's right. There's no chance. That's how it's spelled. Yes. Like, 
for us. I, I for am, us dumb white I'm guys. waiting for Lindsay Lohan to meet up and hang out with the two Instagram like little people that I follow, the two little 18-year-old guys. Oh. Um oh god, uh, Abdul Rozek is one of them. Uh they're they're great. They hang out they usually hang out with like um They're Turkish? No, I think they're well they they're always hanging out with like Chechen uh MMA fighters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and and then and then like and like rich like oil barons from like uh like dubai as well right um but they're like that's kind of like my instagram now is is just it's them uh because and and it's and it's cats basically and it's it's fantastic i love it um but i'm waiting for i think Lindsay lohan is getting to that point where we're going to see that crossover where she's just gonna be hanging out on a yacht with these two little guys yeah okay yeah they're great Highly recommend uh, the fall. What was the Mykonos phase? What, was she just living in Greece? She like has her own club in Mykonos. Oh, oh my god! And, like, had her own club. I want to assume it's still going under some management. Whether it's hers is up in the air. But yeah, she had a. It's funny because I sort of feel like she is constantly maybe like seven years behind Paris Hilton. Like they're sort of because like Paris Hilton got really like she opened a club. I think and had that phase and then she got into nfts like a couple years ago so like i think this is all again you know this is all conjecture my current brand is just as a dumb bitch which is really convenient (laughs) um that fits in just fine i think me and john are dumb bitches too (laughs) no no doubt no doubt we are yeah Oh, we're a huge dumb bitch. Well, I wanted to talk about um, beer because oh, we were yeah, talking about... we were going to talk about 151, well, and then we lost the plot I on forgot, that. Yeah. I don't know if her beach club is still open, but it was called the Lohan Beach House Mykonos. Great name. Cool. Okay. VIP right. Beachside Club. It looks like it, it still has a website. It's lohanmykonos.com. So the website is still active. The website is active. Okay, so that means it's probably still open. Could be. Yeah. Anyway, it's you, super spreader. <laughs> oh no question yeah. about it yeah it's a good place to go if you want covid because remember there were those people who were like trying to get covid at the start of it because then they're just like well i'll just get it once and it's then like i'll be fine pox, it's like yeah. yeah well they're the they haven't <laughs> dan just hit his head on the mic producer dan come <laughs> he was on. leaning in to do Sorry. something on his computer and he smoked his head on the microphone how are you doing I- dan i'm all right okay just checking uh that happened in, in alberta like a month ago Oh, people trying to get people COVID? trying to get COVID because yeah. they're like, well, you get COVID and you're like immune, which I, I think there is some truth to that. Yeah, but uh, not. But it's not like you can't. And like, it's not like the first time you get like you could still. So a lot. I think a bunch of people went to the ICU after going to like a COVID party, uh, which is cool. just like very, very stupid. Um, but I wanted to yeah. talk about. Um, so, John, you don't drink. No, but flavored beer because yeah. it's it's autumn. And I'm getting into my, I'm on my pumpkin beer shit, which sounds disgusting. That does sound like bad. That. Yeah, not, it sounds okay. like you, the pumpkin I beers meant, give you the shit. I know. It do, I meant to, you know what I meant? I'm on my yeah. pumpkin beer whole deal because uh-huh. uh, I love pumpkin beer. It's my favorite flavored beer. And I, and I think, and this is my personal opinion, that the autumn flavors of, of beer or whatever drinks or, or anything really, I think they're better than the summer flavors. Okay. So the summer flavor to me with with beer, it's like a Rattler. It's like a, a, a an orange like Rattler. Like a citrusy, it's very citrusy, type right? Thing. And so for me at least, I get like the acid reflux right. and like summer uh, beers for me, fucking Bud Light Lime with the fucking boys. That well, you have you ever had a beer in your life? No, ever, never. No, no. Okay, um, I've but, had a sip, right? But okay. I've never had never like had a, a beer. beer. Aiden, yeah. are you a beer person? 
I I can fuck with beer. I like beer. Although, okay, so you're all in Canada, right? We are. Yeah. yeah. You don't have white claw, right? We do. We, we do now. We got it recently. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, we're growing up. It was a big moment for but us. But I think yeah. we're kind of like, we only have a couple flavors. Am I right in saying that? It's the we same thing with like, flavors. with like LaCroix, right? Like we just got like watermelon LaCroix and like hibiscus Whoa. LaCroix. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen like Jesse, who I, I have a Twitch stream with, uh, he, he's got like this like beach plum uh, LaCroix. Oh, that looked good. And I'm like, man, I want this. Well, I was talking to him, we got to do a snack and drink exchange. Yeah, that'd be So great. we can get it. But but yeah, the US is always like a, like two years or so ahead of Canada uh, with like snack and drink technology. Oh man, I'm I'm going to research that embargo later because that's Well, really- I can tell you why. Well, I can tell you why. But, yeah. It's because yeah. Canadian products have to have English and French labels. Oh. So they can't just take the product they're making in America already and just ship it to Canada. So usually what they do is they will wait to see what the top sellers are that they're confident they can sell in Canada. And then they will go about producing cans that also have French on them. So like when LaCroix was blowing up in the States a few years ago, we only had like lime, peach, pear, the cranberry, cran raspberry, cran ras. Yeah. And that's all we had. We had like three flavors. And it was, I would it go was down, depressing. I would go across the border. No, yeah. no, not even good. Yeah. And then I'd go across the border and then there would be the like karate flavors of LaCroix. And then you'd also have the like the polar and, the, you know, yeah, we just get fucked up here for everything. So, yeah, White Claw we have, but I'm guessing we don't have like the cool flavors that you probably have. Are you saying this because you're a White Claw person? Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of my summer beverage of choice. Um, Seems like a dumb bitch thing, to be honest. It makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, my branding is like super consistent. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that sucks too. Cause the best flavor is also the least popular flavor, which is watermelon. And it just tastes like, uh, like Jolly Ranchers. Like it is completely designed for people that don't like, that don't want to drink alcohol, but wanting to get kind of like fucked up. Cause it's like, it's like action. too sweet. Like yeah. that you wouldn't want to have like, like a lot of them or like, it's just, why is it not no, popular? No, it just doesn't taste like alcohol. Like it just tastes like candy or something. Like it's, it's like very, uh, Mike's hard lemonade vibes. Right. Do you have that? Is we that do. a thing? Yes. We have we Mike's yeah. hard. Yeah. Like yeah. It, you can and should get drunk off of them. But like, if you don't want to taste alcohol while you're doing it, then the watermelon right. or mango white claws are probably your safest bets. Is, is there so is there like a winter flavor version of, of white claw? Like do they have like a pumpkin version or like a Christmas spice version? You know? Oh my god, like, can you imagine? No, they don't have that yet, but I, I dream. I, I dream of a better world. I feel like it'll happen at some that point. That seems horrible. Well, no I guess, offense. I but like a sort of like a clove and nutmeg spice like I, white I, claw. I feel like I would kind of like that. Like it would just taste like bitters like slightly watered down bitters which i like bitters and soda I, as a i could see it working alcoholic. it works better for beer because beer you can have like beer has like the heavier like you can have like a stout or something right so you can have the like kind of that like you know uh like a nice a nice beer on like a like a cold day that that'll like fill you up like uh like right. a nice stout or something right or, that kind of warms you the yeah, alcohol like sort of warms you up or yeah. like yeah the pumpkin the pumpkin sure. one is incredible it's just it tastes like a pumpkin pie basically but like i don't know if that would translate to alcoholic seltzer necessarily i don't think seltzer so. flavors are all like yeah like citrus or you know yeah the sweeter fruits yeah. sort of right i think if i drank I would totally be I I would be shopping in the dumb bitch aisle of the liquor store. Like yes. no question. 100%. Like I, yeah. like the I will I'll say this. Okay. So 
people all people always ask me about like ne- I've never drank and people always ask me about this and it's not I don't have like a great reason for it I just don't it just never interested just, yeah. me like nothing about it I saw people drinking I had sips of alcohol I was like none of this it tastes bad it doesn't seem that fun you're hung over the next day like all of this just seems shitty so that's why I never did it and the only I will say in history the only thing I've ever seen at the liquor store where I was like oh I would want to have that is Smirnoff Ice has that new one that's <laughs> flavored like the rocket popsicles come on you know like the red white blue popsicles <laughs> i saw that can in the liquor store i'm like i i would drink a can oh of that easily God. i bet what are the physics of that like are there three flavors i guess the rocket pops are all kind of one flavor yeah right? kind yeah. Of, yeah like it's like whole skittles are the same flavor it, and like your brain just makes it, it tricks you exactly yeah yeah, yeah. But like what is Okay, I, I I will report back. I want that now. Smirnoff actually, Smirnoff Ice did holiday things. I think they had a peppermint. Uh, oh, okay. Like Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, I. Yeah, I used to work in Brooklyn at this like movie theater bar, like the kind where they like serve you uh, like drinks and food like while you're in your movie, and like they had a bar downstairs, and they were doing some event paired with Smirnoff Ice, and I remember that because we got to drink all the extra ones. And uh, that's the night that I got an ass tattoo. Thanks to you. No, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. What is your ass tattoo of? Can yeah. I ask? Uh, it was the, it was uh, right after my childhood dog died. I think it was maybe the same day. And so uh, it says buck on my ass. Oh my God. So you got <laughs> hammered on peppermint smeared yeah. off ice yeah. and you were and sad like, about your dog. And you're like, yeah. I got to get my dog's name. And my to- friend best friend worst influence at that time was like you know it's gonna make you feel good <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah wow I really wasn't planning on breaking that anecdote out but you know uh, this is like the only context that I have for uh, a sort of hard seltzer adjacent soda actually having winter flavors i can confirm that whoa wow that yeah. does kind of make sense I get like I haven't had smirnoff ice like peppermint it's sort of like sense. a lemonade type thing right yeah yeah it's kind of i mean it's close to hard i think it it kind of already is hard seltzer like i know we've talked about rebrands a lot but i sort of wonder whether they're kind of the same thing and they were just kind of like oh people love Lacroix, so let's just like remarket it as sort of like we put it in like the rich girl can so it's like skinny instead of like the frat bottle and we do like but i think the formulas are pretty similar it's like i think it's like a malt liquor drink i think sort of right isn't it kind of like that or anyway i i've had i think one smirnoff ice before uh yeah you're right flavored malt beverage beverage. yeah that's so let me see what the what the main flavor of it is like supposed to be I think that there's a lemon lime, but I think there's, well, clearly there's other flavors. Yeah. What is just like the, the generic. Yeah. Smearing off ice. Smearing like, off what is that ice. supposed to taste like? like? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say on here. Dan, really. do you know where you I about think to... it's a lemon. Yeah. Flavor, I feel like it's it? a citrusy sort of. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I haven't had one in a long, I had like one in college when, when people were icing people, which I think is. Yeah. That's a big, that's still, a, oh, well, that's still a thing. Yeah. Is it? I've never been iced. I've never someday. Like, oh. is it still a thing, John? Well, I only say this because um, 
there's a there, so there's a a family uh there there are three girls i i taught all three of them and now they're like much older mm-hmm. and i knew their like parents and stuff like their parents were involved in the school and they would come and see me do comedy and stuff so i follow them on instagram as well as their parents okay and they have like a family cabin and their whole thing at the family cabin is to like ice people when they get to the cabin for the first time in the summer. So like the parents will go, <laughs> the parents will usually be at the cabin first. Yeah. So then they will do something to like when the kids come for the first time, they try to ice like each one of them. And it gets it gets like very, very elaborate. And they'll have videos of it on their Instagram. And I will say like. That is interesting. Like it, it is good content. A, a parent should never have to ice one of their children. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, they're they're That's sobbing true. while they're doing it. You know. Uh, yeah. I remember there was the one that was really good. Was the dad? It was nighttime when one of the girls arrived. And the dad went up on the roof with a fishing rod with a <laughs> ice at the bottom of the fishing line. Uh, and then they told what? they told one of the girls. So the girl came in the front door of the cabin and they said, oh, you got to see what we did to the dock. We did this like new thing to the dock. You got to see it. So she went out the back door to where the dock was and the dad was standing on the roof. And then he like casted the ice and it like fell like right in front of her face as she was walking. That would be door. tough to time the cast because you could. just... Well, I think he just kind of draw. I mean, he okay. didn't like he didn't, he didn't do like, like a full on. No, he like her in the face with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, really dangerous. It was a tragic yeah. ice accident. Uh, you know, these happen all the time. Oh my god! But yeah, I also I'm, I'm intrigued because I'm looking at all the Smirnoff ice flavors, and there is one called Smirnoff ice spice. So that might be the the Christmassy one you're thinking. Well, yeah. no, it's, that one's only That's sold in Japan. Problem. That one's Ever. only sold in Japan. Wait, so, what? Yeah, so it might be. I'm just gonna see what the spice is here. Okay, that would be a good quiz, like because I'm assuming all the flavors have oh, like crazy names. right? That is wild. What is it's, the, uh, what the, is the, Spirnoff, the spice? Smirnoff. I said Smirnoff. Smirnoff ice uh, spice. spice. It, it's yeah. spicy tamarind. Whoa, is that... that sounds great. Okay, I would love that. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is you can do sort of like the the spicier drink with with something like that. Okay, I'm all right. I'm on board. I think I would try that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Would so you try anyway. that, John? I mean, it's got alcohol, but uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, but again, <laughs> if I was going to try any drink, I want the one that tastes like a fucking rocket pop or right. firecracker yeah. or whatever you. I think it's yeah. a, that yeah. one or like a good. cyclone. Is that the same thing? Uh, it's not the same. The cyclone but, is the spiral. One, right? Yes, but I do love us. If there was a drink that tasted like a cyclone, yeah, I'm in, baby. That well, might I, be the thing that gets me in. Because I also think too, I'm a big kombucha guy now. Yes, and I think that it's like close enough to beer. It's getting closer it's like, to I beer. Feel That's like as I close can as get, you're going to get to beer. I think. probably yeah. Yeah. Um. I won, or my trivia team won, three hundred sixty-five beers. I saw that. What's what was the deal with that? Well, we do like uh. So this was. I mean, this episode is going to be coming out a week from now. But just this past week, when we're recording, we won our trivia season. It's like a twelve-week season at, oh, at the bar, right? Uh, and we were first start to finish. It was pretty. Wow. It was pretty good. Good for you. Yeah. Um, Without me too. Shocking. Well. I'll, oh yeah. Let me say this. It's 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 easy. You were saying it was pretty easy. It's very easy. <laughs> well, like I, I think I've mentioned this before, but a lot of the questions are framed in such a way that there's like an extra layer to the question that makes it on its face seem slightly more complicated, but doesn't actually add any complexity to it. So it'll so be like, give me an example. It'll be like, uh, 
this director uh, uh, recently turned his hit movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, into a novelization. And it's like, okay, the question is just, who, who directed, directed Once, Once Upon, Upon a Time, Time in Hollywood? Hollywood. Yeah. And you just added some information about a book to throw people off the trail. So it's a lot. And there was one where it was like, uh, this video game company uh, recently released a new version of their console, the Switch. Like literally that easy, some of the questions. Yikes. Yeah. But That's there, too there, easy. there were some tougher questions. Right. But I would say the majority were like close to that level. So oh. we just like, I mean, it's just. So like, you dominated. We just That's dominated. too easy. It was yeah. very, I mean, I think about our trivia questions. I mean, yours, but when we hosted trivia, yeah. which we should do again, by the way. Sure. Uh, you would do questions. The one I always think of, and, and I'll, ask, I'll ask you this. Uh, this is my favorite question that you wrote. Okay. Uh, because on its face, it's a, it's a question about baseball. And so you're like, okay, well, maybe you don't know about baseball and you're like, I'm not going to get this question, but really it's, there's like a lot of context to it. So, uh, the, the question was something like in, you know, the early two thousands, uh, the Chicago white Sox were sponsored by what company, uh, and part of the sponsorship deal was that they had to start their night games at a specific time. Do do you have a guess? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Nice, Aiden. So, Very good. So, yeah. like, so, like, on its face, it seems like kind of a baseball question. You're, I don't know anything about baseball, but then the question is really, it's about, it's just about, it's about life, really, and that, and trivia yeah. in a way. That's it's kind just, of what it's really all about. But that's why you know? your questions are so good. Right? Thank you. Um, because even I if you, even if you don't know the answer, like, like the questions at the trivia we were doing, it's, it's like either, you know it or you, or don't. you don't, there's yeah. no room for education. I try to guesses. give a clue. Whenever yeah. I write a question, I try to give a clue in the question that yeah. might help you answer the question. Yeah. And those yeah. are the best yeah. ways to do it. That's yeah. good trivia because it's about critical thinking and yes. being able to sort of like take, yeah, it's about context. Exactly. I think in some you're being like just i don't it's not as much about just like facts and being like oh i've memorized like 700 facts about the byzantine empire so i'm just waiting for someone to ask about that yeah that tri- like, that's the worst trivia yeah and, that, trivia sucks. that yeah. was a lot of this trivia but there were some other good questions too obviously yeah. i will say so we won we won uh you know they call it a year's supply of beer yeah it's like eight of us on the team so we won 365 beers we're just gonna have like a party or something and, and they'll you're be gonna like, drink ton- all 365 no there'll be a lot of beer left over yeah because that is that is a lot of beer um, Where is it? Like, how do you store 365 beers? Just one of the one of the team members, I think, has wow. like has like a garage or something. Took one for the team, and and they're just nice. putting it all in their garage. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, it's crazy. But one of the questions at the most at the last uh, round, and it fucking pissed me off so bad because my answer was technically correct, but we didn't push the issue because I mean, whatever, we were far enough ahead. Um, but the category of the round was fast food breakfasts. So I was so that's like, like, I was I like, mean, you're like, Oh, gonna my God. nail this one. Yeah. Um, we got two of them wrong though. Wow. One of them we fucked up because, uh, the answer was Cinnabon and we said Dunkin Donuts and it was like, which, you know, like breakfast fast food company did a crossover with like Burger King or something. And it was, right. it was Cinnabon. Uh, we got that wrong fair and square. But one of the questions was in like the early 2010s, uh, or like mid 2010s, Taco Bell came out with a breakfast taco that replaced the tortilla with what item? And I said egg because there was the one where it was like the egg white taco, which is a real item. Sure. And it was disgusting. It looked so nasty Sounds and slimy. It was... egg white. Just holding like yeah. egg white filled with cheese. It's fucked. So it was really gross. Like, I mean, the 
that's just an omelet. Like that's just holding an omelet sideways. And oh, a- wait, I didn't even picture it like that. So it was an egg white folded like a taco yes. shell. Oh, my God. It's, it was disgusting. <laughs> I was picturing like a tortilla with egg in no. it. No. The, oh, that's so, so I think, much. I think worse. you had like a you had like a sleeve for it. I think so you could like eat oh around it. God. But it was fucked. It was so very nasty. Worse. So I I said I said egg because I was like, well, that's correct, and I was like hundred percent sure. And the yeah. answer was waffle because around the same time they also did a waffle taco for oh. breakfast. But like you the way be they're phrasing that for question, both of those yeah, answers. like both of those yeah. answers are acceptable. But again. You didn't push didn't it because you're issue. like, oh, we're already going to win. We're far enough ahead. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, but at the time, I was like legitimate. Like, like if we had lost on that one question, I would have been pissed. lost my fucking mind. But, I've been there. I've been but there. But we won. Um, and I just wanted to bring that up because it was, it was, but we're going to congratulate back, like, man. you know, the next season starts like this week. So I think oh, we're going to go defend our title. Yeah, you have uh, to. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you came to it, John, you would just like it. Would Doesn't just... sound like my thing. No. <laughs> uh, were you a bit? Were you a big novelization guy? I'm going back to that because yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I would read those, and they're like most of them are so fucking bad. <laughs> I, well, I think I've talked about this before, but we, you know, the Scholastic Book Fair was mm-hmm. obviously that was a big thing growing up. Was that an American thing too? Yes. Scholastic oh, Book yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we love the Scholastic Book Fair. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. It's, it's the best time of year at school. Um and. I won uh, in elementary school. I won like some sort of contest to get like a twenty dollar gift card or whatever. To oh the, wow! Or gift certificate. So you were like legendary. Gift cards then. weren't a thing. Or whatever, if you're the right? kid who has the twenty dollar gift oh, certificate God, to the Scholastic yeah. Book Fair. So I think man, I, the ladies must have been all uh, over. It, it was it was great. Because I, I got to like leave class and go buy and like oh. like get like a. Just like a solo like tour through the because they had like all the books in the oh, hallway and everything. It was my unreal. god! But I got the that uh, sounds unbelievable. But I remember what I got, and it was the novelization of Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. Yeah. but it was it, no. it was so good. But major motion picture. But so the the thing with with novelizations that were so appealing as a kid is that in the middle of the novelization they would have like the color photos from the movie of the movie, and yeah. and I saw that and I was like. Oh yeah, I'm all over this. And I remember reading it and being like, Oh yeah, this is like the movie, but it's a book. It's pretty cool, you know? I guess that's what it is, you know? Yeah. Did you read did you guys read any good novelizations of movies or TV shows? I'm trying to think about it. I feel like I was like a weird snobby kid and was like, I don't want to read that. Like, um, but now as an adult, I'm very like, Can I write those? Like, whose job is that? Like what that sounds cool as hell. Just to be yeah. like, what if watch a bunch of movies and then make like very uh literary book reports about them basically like that's not yeah, great quite truly yeah. that's almost what it is yeah i remember it's essentially the screenplay but they are adding more like description yes to it yeah yeah I would, I remember reading the Saving Private Ryan one because my, because <laughs> I loved war and my parents wouldn't let me watch it. So, <laughs> so that was my way of like, oh, it's a book so I can read it. Oh but my then, God. Yeah. So uh, I remember so my that. Let me watch everything. So maybe that's why we didn't have to do that. I have like this memory of like being like nine and my dad and I watching Blue Velvet together. And like, <laughs> oh my God. And my, <laughs> and my mom being like trying to be because there's that scene where he's like watching this woman get sexually assaulted and he's like in the closet and my mom being like, me being like horrified and i was like no no it's okay it's funny he's in the closet it's okay oh <laughs> like, my god yeah. Yo. <laughs> so yeah that was 
we didn't no novelization of that yet i think that's no. what i'm gonna be doing the david lynch novelization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be your new job after this podcast <laughs> yeah, i'm only finally. doing my- the sickest the sickest yeah. novelizations for oh. kids God, my- Brand is not going well. I'm going to go ahead and say it so far. That's true. Our rebrand is, uh, if I had a publicist, she'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I also got, I don't know if it was the same time, but I know I bought it at some point, the novelization of Mars Attacks, oh. <laughs> which was fantastic. And I mean, it was, it was incredible. Cause like, was the, it? well, the, the, the pictures from that movie were so good too. Cause it had like the uh pierce brosnan with like uh, on like the dog's head or, or didn't they do something with that where i don't know i didn't see uh, it. he gets his like head i didn't read to, it like, either okay well anyway <laughs> there were a lot of very good like i think that's why i like those novelizations just the pictures because it wasn't like oh it's the novelization of like road to perdition oh this is a picture of uh paul newman's hat you know <laughs> it was like it was like cool stuff right right like right. it was good you sure know? uh i think paul newman was in that someone's gonna get on my ass for that if he wasn't but Mars Attacks was great because the aliens look so cool. And I mean, that's a great, that's a wonderful movie. That's a fantastic, you've never seen, seen that? Have you no. seen Mars Attacks? It's cool, yeah. It's great. It out of me as a kid. It I, was, yeah. It's it has, scary, like, crazy, yeah. The aliens look very scary. Yeah. yeah, like, crazy, like. Because they had the big brains and the cool. eyes and, yeah. It was supposed to be, like, kind of a comedy, right? Wasn't it's, it sort of, it's not like. Tim Burton, it's very, like, campy. And I think it was based yeah. off of, like, trading cards or something back in the day. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, can't be exactly the right word for it. Very, yeah, very can't be. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think it holds up. I think it was very, I remember liking it. Yeah, as, it as was a kid. based on the Tops trading card series of the same name. Yes, that's right. Yeah. God. I mean, the cast in it is crazy. It's a great cast. Tom Jones. Jack Nicholson, Jack Glenn Black. Close, Annette Benning, Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Sarah Jessica Parker, Michael J. Fox, Rod Steiger, Tom Jones, Lucas Hawes, Pam Greer, Natalie Portman, Jack Black. They get bottom billing, Natalie Portman and Jack Black. That's how big yeah. this movie was. <laughs> yeah, I got to see it. Maybe I will see it. It's fun. It's a good movie. I I, I think it, I haven't seen it in like 20 years, but I think it holds up. All right, yeah. I'll check it out. And yeah. and Aiden, I would like to go back and just say that I think that the fact that you saw Blue Velvet when you were eight actually helps your internet sweetheart brand because we wouldn't, re, we wouldn't really be on the forefront of the culture of the internet if we didn't have stories like that in our past where our father made us watch blue velvet oh, when we Lynch were eight movie. yeah 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 no you're all, right. all you're all good yeah thank you you're wow, welcome this, y'all were really supportive when i got the trivia question right i feel so um held right now like that yeah. was great yeah i just yeah. well i i was surprised because i've asked that question at a few different trivia nights and it's it's a stumper like a lot of teams get it yeah, wrong you got it so right I, away and you got it immediately so I, that's why i was like okay is hell it, yeah, is it this, because this I girl said, came to play is it because i said start their night game at a certain time maybe it might have been yeah i don't know if that's how yeah. you worded or not but mm, i don't i don't remember. you might just say start game start the game at a specific time but yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a great question i love night that game question. might have done it i also just like really like 7-eleven <laughs> um, yeah it might be just on the brain like yeah. <laughs> white Sox got a lot of things going on they were like the last team to wear shorts Team, Whoa. Wait, teams don't wear shorts. They did. The White Sox wore shorts for a few nights in the 80s. Oh, you mean like, because <laughs> the way you phrased it was like, all the other teams wear shorts now. And they were oh, the last so, team to do it. You meant like, no, no, they were they the were last, the last, the like, last first team to, and last. The last team to ever do it. First yeah. and last team to ever wear shorts. That seems so obscene. 
Yeah, playing baseball in shorts. The pictures are wild. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny too, because so many baseball players just look like dads. Like, I love baseball because like you don't have to be super ripped. Like there's like kind of a good chiller vibe going on with a lot of baseball players. And yeah, shorts fit into it. I get it. I like it. Like, I, I like that too, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's good. Like I could like Bartolo Colon in shorts. Oh, could you imagine that? I can. He's I'm just like grilling it right in, the, it's in the dugout. Like that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's a good vibe. Oh my god. Yeah. The other one that I loved was um, the t- like they did like the turn forward, yes. or, or whatever they called yes. it. Yes, turn the, ahead. The turn clock. ahead the clock. Yeah. And it was like classic. So I think it was in the '90s, and they were like, "Oh, this is what baseball jerseys will look like in like 2030." Yeah. Turn ahead the clock. Turn jerseys. ahead the clock. And so yeah. they would. They were all like. They were insane. They were, they were all sleeveless and they were all like very shiny and like yeah. the hats were weird and Oh, there some of them are just some of them absolutely are insane. Some of them are great. LSD. Yeah. yeah. This, why did they do that? Cuz <laughs> it was just like it was like a classic like 90s kind of promotion thing to do, I guess. Most like, of what it was, like what most of the teams did is they took their secondary logo and then they just made it as big as possible and it, yeah. so it would cover up like some of them did the whole like, ooh, the logo kind of goes around the side now. Like Yeah, yeah. I like, that's cool. Yes. But no, I appreciate that the White Sox went full sort of cyber on that. That's cool as hell. Yeah. I think the the Mariners one was maybe the coolest one. With the with the that one went around the side. That it's was, got like the compass. And logo. it was like very metallic, right? Yeah. Uh, or no, maybe that's a different ish, one. They wore silver helmets. Though. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, like they wore silver helmets. But the most Royals. Of them, most wore of them were sleeveless too, right? Yeah, most of them. Not all of them, but God, most of that's them. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Oh, they're just they're horrible. And the best part is that the 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 managers wear the jerseys too. So you're oh, yeah, seeing pictures like of these like man. 70 year old men wearing yeah. these jerseys that are just so ugly. And I feel like, I don't know if I were, the, if I were the manager of a baseball team, I would have some appreciation for pageantry. I would enjoy it. But... Oh, this one. Okay. <laughs> Th- this one might be my favorite. Hold on. I think like, that's my favorite one of my favorite things about baseball is that the managers have to oh, wear the same uniform as the God. player, right? Like that's, yeah, it's very stupid, but it's also very cool. Like, I don't know. There's something about it. I did not. I, I like, is, is there a reason for that? Also, I'm talking to you all. Like I understand sports at all. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I, I don't, ass- I assume yeah. there's a reason. I mean, I'm guessing it's just that it's like tradition from like the 1800s, you know? Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, like always been a thing. Was like, I want to dress like you. And they just made it a league standard. Maybe it's because there were, there used to be a lot more like managers who were also players on the team. Cause that was like a thing too, you know, oh, maybe. That's cool. So maybe that's, that's why I'm, I'm sure yeah. someone will, will so one of our listeners will let us know for sure. But uh, John, what do you have for us? Okay. Dan, pull this up and you can send the link to Aiden too. This is what the one, the New York Mets wore. And I somehow have never seen it before. And it's the craziest one. Okay. Let's see. Oh, what? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So that is the, is that the symbol for Mercury? Uh, like the, like an astrological, I like, don't know. I think it might be. Cause it looks like Aiden, this isn't, inc- this is insane. I don't, I mean, oh, I am, it is. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that is the Mercury symbol. Okay. That's cool as hell. Yeah. So that the, is. So for our listeners, it's, it's, it's sleeveless. It's like black and silver, I think. Yeah. And it says, the Mercury Mets and Mer- Mercury. Mercury is written. It's italicized and it's horizontal. And then Mets is right below it, uh, shifted to the right a little bit. And it's going like down like vertical. 
Yeah. Uh, and and then, then it's got like And then in the right angle that the words create, there's a picture of the moon with the Mercury symbol. Well, no, that's Mercury the, probably. Oh, right. Right. yeah, you're yeah. Right. No, it's got to be the moon cuz Mercury doesn't look like that. Yeah, yeah true. Mercury is the red planet. No, but this is in black and white though, too, right? <laughs> Mars is the red planet. Well, isn't Mercury also red? It's like orangey, I think. I'm going to let's google it, but I think I think Mercury is covered in like Might be maybe it's green. No, that's something. that's Venus. Mercury is just like a little rock. I think. Oh, okay. So maybe it is Mercury it's kinda, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at pictures right well, now. It, it why, might would, be why would it be the moon? It would be Mercury, right? Because they, yeah. they're saying no, I think they're, you're right. So this is that to me is the funniest. Right. That's All the right. that's the best assumption. Is that so? Can you look at the the turn ahead the clock? Like, what year was it supposed to be set in? Oh, that I don't know. Also, I just want to let you know the back of the jersey had the player's number in the top left corner. That's insane. And then their name going down the side. Down the side. That's so cool. Very fucking wild. I um, love that. I, so, like, I, I think it was supposed to be set in like 2020 or something. Or uh, yeah. They, so they did it in 1999. So I think okay. it was just a like. This is the 21st century jersey. Right. I'm thinking, but it's I'm just, gonna. It's just very funny that I'll the, see if I can find an actual. The New York Mets thought uh, that Mercury would have been colonized by now. <laughs> <laughs> it says this was actually originated by the Seattle Mariners marketing team in the 1998 season. During the 99 season, all but eight teams elected to wear promotional uniforms that were in a quote future style. The uniforms were widely criticized, and the promotion proved unsuccessful. <laughs> I mean, we're talking no. about it now, so. Yeah, they weren't ready yet. I feel like, I don't know. I think some of these would look good now. Also, like, sure, we didn't colonize Mercury, but astrology is super normalized. Like, they kind of called that one, right? That's like, true. That's a good point. I think I think it would be a lot more accepted now if they did turn ahead the clock. Well, do you want to know? The, the, it was actually, the jerseys were supposed to be set in the year 2021. So they thought we would have, <gasps> they thought they that now. Yeah. We would have a, not only would we have colonized Mercury in, in what, 22 years from, from when the game was played, but they would have colonized it to the point that they had a professional baseball team there that was playing teams on earth and like traveling back and forth, like once a week between earth and Mercury. Dude, this is, I mean, they, they sort of missed the mark on that one. (laughs) At least the other ones were like set on earth, right? (laughs) In games, which were set in the year 2021, stadiums would use futuristic graphics on their scoreboards as a part of the promotion. <laughs> During a Padres-Giants game, fielding positions were renamed. Shortstop was renamed Intermediate Station, and left field was renamed Left Sector. <laughs> That's like a this laser tag so thing. Cool. Oh. I want to... Fuck. I want that. <laughs> I do want one of these jerseys. Like How dystopian 20... 20- 21 turned out to be like shit (laughs) yeah well it's also funny because like a lot of teams now are going back to their like original jerseys yeah like that's happening a lot where teams sort of had what maybe seemed like a 21st century design and fans hated them and now lots of teams are going back to their designs from the like 60s 70s 80s and 90s like it's crazy um the other very funny thing about this that's just so baseball is that the teams were originally going to wear the uniforms untucked. 
like that that was part of that was part of the thing we untucked the jersey and then umpires were like no that would give players because they were like some players will still just decide to tuck it in because that's what they're comfortable with and the players who untuck it will have an unfair advantage because they might be more likely to get hit by a pitch Oh, because the, the jersey will be flowing out. Like so billowing. they made. So they're like, we can't have that rule. Everybody's still got to tuck them in. Especially if you're playing okay. in like low gravity of Mercury, you know? But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be hard to pitch in. <laughs> but also, if you're running an untucked jersey, I feel like you're going to have a little bit more wind resistance. So that would give you a disadvantage. That's true. I feel like those it, things are way. It better. evens out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. I'm le- this is this is yeah. I'm learning a lot. And then yeah, the managers uh, in baseball just do it because it dates back to the 19th century when often the manager was also a player on the team. So I nailed it. There I was go. right. There we wow. go. So, so yeah. smart. Connie Mack was the was a contrarian and he managed in a suit. That Even- would be that would look so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the MLB's rule book doesn't mandate a certain managerial dress code. Oh, so you, the uh, a manager could wear a suit if they wanted to. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh my God. That's kind of, that's good to know. Yeah. That's a bit of, okay. Interesting. So there you go. Wow. Learning a lot about baseball. This is also (laughs) Bobby Cox, famous MLB manager. Didn't just wear his uniform. He also wore a cup and spikes. Like just in (laughs) case. He was like a true player. Wow. Cause yeah, apparently like none of the managers actually wear cleats. They just wear like running shoes, but he was like, Nope. I mean, that makes sense, but no. Yeah. yeah, cleats are actually kind of hard to walk on, not on a field, oh, but that's yeah. cool. Like, totally. Yeah. And they're in the I dugout, like- too. So. Yeah, yeah, the dugout is cement, yeah. so it makes no sense. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I should just be wearing a cup, just like at all times. Just, just to be just safe. Yeah. It's not just a bad to have, like, idea. solidarity, like you're like a baseball player ally. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good That makes call. sense. Yeah, I like that. People would be like, why are you wearing a cup? I'd be like, because I'm an ally. Yeah. So and they'd be like, like baseball. why? And I'm like to baseball i like baseball yeah Yeah. (laughs) speaking of being an ally let's move on to our social media updates what a good segue boy was it smooth stefan and john are gonna bring you the news prepare for a feast of rarefied takes terrible tweets from verified greats they'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media oh yeah Uh, aiden we always like to start with the guest what's going on on your social media Oh, man, this kind of circles back to our uh, autumnal beverage conversation. But I have been loving uh, Soup Girl Autumn content. Um, Lots of Soup Girl content on the timeline. Uh, Coming off of Hot Girl Summer, I think we all realize we're just going to have to take the L on that one and move forward. Uh, And yeah, I love, well, okay, so I just love autumnal content generally because I live in Los Angeles and people go super hard for it, but it's like, 96 degrees today and like (laughs) like, we don't really have autumn to like we have fire season basically in california and uh obviously as the planet disintegrates it's been getting worse and worse so it's just like our air quality is always really bad around now and like people are evacuated it's just like a really like fall in southern california is like super apocalyptic and i just love going on the feed and seeing people just be like you know, like mm, autumn time, love when the leaves are crunchy. I'm like, where? <laughs> but, I, but like that cognitive dissonance is like, I, I genuinely find it delightful. Like, I don't want to dunk on anyone doing that. I'm like, yeah, like we need that. We need a space where we can like pretend that shit is good. Uh, I mean, and shit's, you know, generally good in big, well, yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> I feel good. But like, <laughs> I can make that blanket statement, but like, 
you know, uh, it's not like dire, but I love, uh, yeah. Soup though is a new one for me. I don't think that I have seen a lot of, uh, soup girl, uh, branding or content on my feeds before this year. And I'm really excited about that. Is there a specific soup that you prefer? I don't know, man. There's so many like classic, classic chicken noodle vibe, I think would probably be the, you know, um, again, living in LA bone broth. I will fuck with, um, is it actually good for you? I don't know. Sure. But like, yeah, like soup and like an oversized mug. Great vibe. Yeah. Great energy. Mm. I'll, I'll say I I love chicken noodle, you know, like just like a, a nice vegetable soup, like a hearty vegetable soup is good. I think my two current favorites, uh, just a nice tomato soup with like a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Wonderful. And you know, what's very good is like a broccoli and cheese soup. Oh, delicious. I don't know if I can fuck with it. I don't know. No, no, it's so good. I agree with you, Aiden. Cream based soups are just fucking horrible. I mean, I hate all soups, so I'm not really one to do. He's not a soup guy. I don't like soups. Give us this unpopular opinion. He's like, he's like Gene Simmons. He hates soup. (laughs) I do. It's true. Me and Gene. That was like the first time I ever felt some sort of kindred spirit with him. Um, You like smoothies? Is it like, do you no, not like any? Oh, no, I'm he, not a foodie. No, smoothies. You oh, love smoothies. Smoothie. Oh, loves sorry. Smoothies. Love smoothies every yeah. day for okay. breakfast. So you like, okay, so you like a cold, you like something of that texture. Would you eat a gazpacho? I'm not trying to like change you. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> this is, Aiden, um, it sounds like you're trying to change me. <laughs> I respect where you're coming from. I'm just curious because to me, soup is such a wide genre. Yes. That no, you you're, that's fair. Um, I want to I know more about where you're coming from with this. Okay. So two things <laughs> I would say is, is in my factor, uh, in my decision to not care for soup. Number one, too hot. Oh I, I, I run really hot. I'm, <sighs> I'm just a very hot guy. Not l- like temperature wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a hot guy summer for me and it will be a hot guy <laughs> fall too. Cause I'm just hot. No, I, I don't like, so like I'll if I'm eating soup, it's like making me sweat. Like I don't actively like the feeling of eating something that's warmer. And I get it for a cold. Like my fiance Becca uh, runs very cold, so she she has soup like three days a week in the fall and winter because that's like she likes that part of it for her. And I don't care for that. So that's number one. Number two, I just don't. I don't care for just sort of like mushy, sloppy food. Like I just don't, I don't know. To me, it's just, it just is not, it's not the way food was intended. It's just like no ingredients taste good in soup. I feel it's like, oh, hey, let's take a bunch of vegetables and really make them taste as bad as possible. Come on. You've just had bad soup. No, I've had lots of different soups. I just don't get it. I I don't know. I, I agree a little bit, but I don't know, man. I mean, I respect it. I respect your position. No, I mean, but- it's okay. I mean, listeners will get really mad at me. So you can no, too. I if think you want. soup is divisive to me. You honest. think so? I think a lot of people don't like I'll, soup. I'll say this I don't like anything in that vein. I don't like stew. I don't like chili. I'm like, I'm consistent. You don't like chili? Nah, chili sucks. Oh, come on. What? That's too much. Again, it's just a terrible vehicle for all that stuff. No, it's not. It's yes, great. it is. It's horrible. Put it on a some bun. Some sour cream, get some cheese in there. Yeah. Awful. Can you eat like a sloppy Joe? Yeah, for sure. That's okay. okay, but that's basically a soup. No, it's not. Yeah. A Essentially. sloppy joe is not a soup. Yeah, it's it is. a soup sandwich. It's exactly. the closest you're gonna get to the to the Venn diagram being a sure. Purpose, yeah. Sure, I can I can I can get behind. So that. that's as close as you get to enjoying soup is a sloppy. Joe. It's a sloppy. But also, when was the last time I had a sloppy joe? I know, that's a thing. It's not really <laughs> twenty you're not years ago. Anymore, yeah. yeah, sloppy joe's feels like a very uh, you know maybe. Ha- I mean, 
maybe they're still good, you know? I'm sure they probably are. Yeah. It just feels very much like a depression era food that just kept going. Yeah. Sloppy well, Joe's. you're still depressed. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm in my Great Depression era yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't care for it. And it's not uh, like I do like smoothies. I like like an acai bowl. Uh, you know, all that I don't it's not so much a texture thing for that. I just feel like fruit makes more sense in that way. Maybe. I don't know. But I yeah. just I've never had a soup and I'm like, wow, this rocks. God, I got to change your mind somehow. I'm going to get you a nice soup. I'm going to make you it. Gotta eat really cold. Like you just need to be like super cold. Yeah. And then eat. Like, but yeah. then also that's just terrible. Like what a dumb condition to eat a food. <laughs> make yourself as cold as possible so you can enjoy this one food. Yeah, item. but you will enjoy it. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it just isn't for me. So what is the, okay, Aiden, explain this to me. What is the whole soup girl fall thing? Like, are, is this people going out for soups, making soups? Like, how did this come to be sort of a thing? Do you have any like understanding of that? Because I feel like I'm missing that part of it. Yeah. I've just been noticing, um, this is, I haven't really seen like a cohesive culture piece. Like the cut has not, uh, to my knowledge, covered this yet. So this is an internet culture exclusive, if you will. But I've been seeing a lot of like, the first thing I saw was my boyfriend sent me a TikTok of just two girls, like really normal, like not TikTok famous girls, just like filming each other in their sad dorm room, eating soup and being like, mm, hot girls love soup. Like just like the most sort of like cringe. And I was like, yeah, this is great. Like they're putting their whole pussies into this. Like they do <laughs> they're like great content. And then like elsewhere, a couple, like, I feel like I've seen the phrase soup girl a couple times. Some people talking about how excited they are to eat some soup. Uh, like it's just sort of come up. Uh, and then there's that other TikTok thing, the like mm, soup. Have you seen that one? It's like several like animals like I licking think, shit. Or I think like, I have seen that. There's one of like, yeah, like you get out. It's it's like this. I don't know what it's from, but it's like one of those sound bites that goes viral. And it's like a very deep voice saying mm, soup. And it's like a dog licking its owner's legs after the owner gets out of the shower. <laughs> or it's like, oh, uh, okay. like a hummingbird drinking from a flower. Like it's just sort of any vague liquid thing and then this sound so it, i don't know it's just it's coming up a lot i'm thinking it's probably a return to coziness um i feel like everyone's a little bit over cottage core i feel like christian girl autumn was fun but like if you do it too many seasons in a row you're not really mocking it you just kind of like are a christian girl you know? <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. yeah yeah i feel like yeah so it's it just feels like a new iteration or way to talk about uh, all of our seasonal depression making us feel a little bit more introverted and like i feel like soup is uh yeah i think soup is a depressive food but i kind of like that about it like you just don't have the effort to chew okay like sometimes you just aren't yeah you just want to drink your meal and feel warmth inside and that'll that'll do it so i think we're all just processing that and that's how we're metabolizing it is through super autumn and i'm stoked for that that's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I like that. No, I, I that get makes it. sense. I, I've definitely seen, and, and this is sort of, you sort of mentioned like Christian girl fall. I have seen, it seems like we haven't really decided on what fall is yet. Like, I feel like we're still looking like hot girl summer feels like we're into what, like year five of that. Yeah. feels like we've just decided that we're still in on that. I've seen, I saw uh, Megan Mitchell has been doing small penis fall. 
uh, you know, where you well, like embrace like, uh, you know, just having a small dick or being a girl who's like into small dicks or like whatever. Uh, and she was doing the ice bucket challenge, uh, just bringing it back as yeah. part of like small penis fall oh, where like, sense. so yeah. then if you have a big dick, it would you, make it small. It would make yeah. it small. So sense, it's like yeah. solidarity with your small penis what brethren. You did a small dick ice bucket challenge and then you had soup. Oh yeah. Or what oh. if you poured hot soup on your dick? Oh, I mean, either. Oh, or. No, I think you would appreciate the soup more if you were cold. But yeah, no, your plan. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just took it one step further. <laughs> <Okay>. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Right. Uh, I'll do either. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the ice bucket. Well, I mean, when I did do the ice bucket challenge back in the ALS days, I did it on my dick. ALS like, is still around, John. I said the challenge. Yeah, you said it during I mean, the, the ALS days. Yeah, the ALS the days, like the ALS, ALS ice bucket challenge. Oh, days. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, it didn't cure it, though? No, oh, no, no thing. Challenges? It didn't cure it, but it, didn't they make, like, a big breakthrough off of the I money think they, they actually made did, off of it? Yeah. Like, wasn't that the whole thing? I think they raised a lot of money and did, yeah. Right. So, okay. In any case, yeah. I did a, yeah, I did a handstand up on a wall, and then my uh, ex-girlfriend poured a big uh, I, tub your... of ice water on my dick. Wow, I love it. I just, I skipped the middleman. I just went right to the cock. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I I have uh, I have a quick social media update okay. here. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's October. It's it's Halloween season. Halloween candy. Uh, and it seems like every year on Twitter, uh, like a news reporter will post about how uh, little kids need to and parents need to watch out for like weed edibles, like very expensive yeah. weed edibles. Uh, and so that happened uh, uh, a few days ago. Uh, Jacqueline Lee posted, "Beware as Halloween gets closer." At at Ben Salem, at Ben Salem, police are warning parents to look at your child's candy before they eat it. They confiscated these snacks that look a lot like the real thing. All are laced with THC, and it's stuff that is just like, I mean, it all it all has like weed leaves on it. Uh, you know, there's like the medicated nerds. There's like medibles, Cheetos. There's uh, sweet tarts. I, it like there's the stoner patch kids. I mean. I'm I'm sorry. Like I, it's just it's it's very funny every year that uh, cops and news reporters put out these reports uh, of like like people handing like no one who is spending this much money on weed edibles is going to be giving them away to children who aren't going to appreciate it, right? Yeah, uh, no, certainly not. It's the same yeah, thing every year. I saw year. a counter tweet on that that was like, yeah, like beware, parents. Like I will be like personally purchasing like THC candy to give to your children. I spend thousands of dollars on it and I won't stop or something like that. I'm like, yeah, like that's who's no one's doing that. Um, One of our listeners got into the replies, uh, Aaron Campo. And he said, hi, Jacqueline. Can you tell me what the benefit would be to someone handing out $80 worth of edibles to children on Halloween? Did the cops tell you what the benefit of doing that could possibly be? If not, did you ask them? Thanks. Also, could you tell me why you use the term laced, which would imply that the THC was illicitly added to the candy when this candy is clearly advertised as containing THC? Would you say that a bottle of wine was laced with alcohol? Keep up the great work. <laughs> so Love to just dump alcohol into my non-alcoholic wine and, yeah. and truly lace it. That was fun to see. Uh, but yeah, there's just something to keep an eye out. If you've, if you've got yeah. kids out there, they might I mean, all that stuff was always crazy the whole like oh there the might razor be razor blades, blades yeah. in your candy like all that shit was wild no, i need that to shave i'm not gonna yeah give that but to this one kid. feels like another level weird satanic panic vibes yeah and also like yeah i don't know also in america at least where we have like huge 
fentanyl problems. And like a bunch of cops in Ohio just got arrested because in fact they were uh, selling fentanyl and they were lacing products with fentanyl. So it is like this whole thing like feels like, I know to have like someone satanic panic about like uh, the non-issue of weed gummies when there is like a weird, like uh, sort of like misinformation uh, epidemic around drug deaths happening. I'm just like, ma'am, oh, ma'am, you are missing the point. Like you're so close to caring about something that matters and you're just not like, you're like, <laughs> that's so insane. Cops love looking at a single grain of fentanyl through like a window and then dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And anyway. they're being like, it's because of the protests. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, it just is weird because what I was going to say is like, yeah, the old times were like, oh, you poison the candy or there's razor blades in it or whatever. But in this case, presumably this is a product that like adults enjoy, or at least like you can make a safe assumption that the type of adult that would give THC candy to a child is the type of adult that would... Uh, is the type of adult that like would want the THC candy themselves. Right. Like that's the, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like ostensibly if you, yeah. Like I feel like if my kid came home with like stoner patch kids or whatever, it'd be like, cool, dope, a gift for me. Like, (laughs) yeah, totally. This parent cared about me and they gave me this candy. Yeah. Yeah. John, what's going on in your social media? Well, uh, just, I also have a sort of quick one here this week. This one is from Kelsey McKinney. Um, and, uh, she was, um, I guess just on Glassdoor and was looking at Glassdoor reviews of the army, uh, which okay. is always just, a, just classic, a funny concept. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a classic vibe in general. Uh, and so, yeah, so her tweet is this Glassdoor review of the U S army is perfect to me. And so the person gave it one star out of five <laughs> and the title was just, it's the army. Uh, and then the, they wrote, uh, would not recommend, do not approve of the CEO, do not approve of the business outlook. They were an IT specialist in Montana in the army. And then in the pros, so they obviously they have the pros and cons pros, learn a lot of real world experience cons. You are in the army. (laughs) Okay. So that's pretty, I mean, you know, pretty solid, pretty delicious. And then she found another one that the person just wrote, it's the army pros it's the army so yeah cons yeah it's the army so (laughs) (laughs) wow very eloquent so very eloquent very perfect i mean it just it does seem like uh you know it just does seem like everyone has an idea of like what the army is right so people are just kind of like well it's sort of like teaching in a way like i aiden i'm also a i'm a i'm a substitute teacher and like I think everybody kind of knows, like, you know, if you would want to be a teacher or not be a teacher, like there's not a glass door review of like, oh, shoot, I taught for a year and teaching really sucks. Like it's not there are people obviously who do that, who get into teaching and then they don't like it and they leave it. Yeah. Like for the most part, you probably know whether you would like teaching or not. And it's probably got to be similar to the army. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Although there aren't uh, teacher recruiters set up outside grocery stores in like poor neighborhoods yeah that's yeah. true that, that is actually true. Would be really nice honestly yeah, yeah that, that would actually great. that yeah. would be great i mean but we do have that sick teaching video game that where everybody gets to teach classes and it inspires them to become teachers which game is that 
Oh, it doesn't exist. That was just my. Oh, that would be like, yeah. Okay. Like Call of <laughs> I Duty, thought you because know, like I was a... like, I would play that on stream for sure. Yeah, no, I was buying that. I was like, is it on Switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, just like the whole like you know America's of, Army and like, yeah, all of those yeah. all those propaganda and... video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have one for teaching. It's pretty wild. Wow. The only one I can think of that's sort of similar. It's not about teaching, really, but did you ever play Bully? The yeah, Rockstar yeah, game yeah. Bully? Yeah. Uh, that definitely has, like, a, it, it feels like it sort of replicates the school experience For sure. in some in ways. Like a, in, you know, it's not like yeah. the, the good side of school. No, guess, no. But it's a very but, fun game. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. All right. Well, yeah. you know, speaking of... Stuff that you like. Sure. Okay. Let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see that post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. This is sort of a we co tag. We tag. Yeah, we tag team the same way. Sometimes it's what you have to do, you know? Uh, Aiden, you told me when I asked you to be on the show that you have blocks that could get you in trouble. So I'm excited to hear uh, what what block you chose for us today. Yeah, totally. I was thinking, yeah, most of the people that I've blocked are just like predatory dudes. So that was no fun. And sure. uh, the internet, but the time, I mean, of course that's the thing about getting blocked is that often you won't know if you've been blocked. I won't know. I don't really look at like, like who like follow backs and who's, I'm not good at that. Like yeah. it stresses me out, but one kind of recent time that I know that I've been blocked uh, I will take us into the IRL for a minute, and there will be a few details in the story that seem superfluous, but they do matter. Okay. Um, so basically, this all starts when this girl who I met like two years ago at a bar in Brooklyn, and like, you know, like those things, maybe this is like specifically a girl thing, but it's like, you're both like with like, she was like a friend's like girlfriend or something and you're kind of drunk and you're just really vibing and then you become internet friends for like two years like sort of that like besties from the bathroom vibe yeah yep. and, like, so like that girl and like she's like this year she was like hey like we're vaxxed it was like that lovely three-week window that we had in america at least like after vaccination but before delta so like we had some like socialization going on and she's like, we're both Gemini's. I'm coming out. Like, it's our birthday. Let's like do like a joint birthday dinner. And I'm like, cool. I am super disorganized and lazy, but like down. Let's just like, you figure it out. I'm down. We haven't seen each other in two years and we only hung out once, but I love this energy. Uh, so we end up, she like ends up getting us like a space in uh, this restaurant, John and Vinny's, which is like a sort of very hype beasty uh, Italian sort of joint like it's known for their spicy facility they're like sort of like skater bro expensive pasta i don't know it's a vibe so we end up going there it's like three of her friends that i've never met three of my friends and it's byob or you can order stuff so we just like brought a bunch of like we smuggled a bunch of alcohol in basically and then just ordered sodas to keep it kind of cheap and i'm like all right chaotic don't know what to expect immediately the vibe is just off like her friends are kind of just like not talking to us at all there's like one guy andrew who like is kind of talking to me and my friends but the other ones are like short one word answers like not happy to be there for some or like seemingly not happy to be there uh one girl fell asleep like one girl just like leaned on her partner's shoulder <laughs> in the middle of this dinner and like like no and like we weren't drunk yet and just like fell asleep and she and her partner is like oh yeah she just like does this she's saving energy for later <laughs> like, what? okay like, what down 
I know I like can't sleep on planes and shit. I was like, <laughs> like sitting in a chair and like <laughs> at dinner with strangers. It's radical. So I was kind of into it, but I'm like, all right, well, me and my friends, we're just going to get fucked up. And like, or I used to my friends. I was like, yeah, we're just going to get fucked up. We're going to have a nice time. Um, we get fucked up. We eat our fancy pasta meal and there's like a ton of leftover food. So there we're like packing up the leftovers. We're like packing up their leftovers because they're not really talking to us or doing anything. Um, and I do want to say this isn't the girl's fault at all. Like my sort of friend, cause I feel like she didn't know what was happening, but like, you know, either I, I respect that she tried to have a nice dinner for us, but like, you know, we're getting extra boxes. We're packing shit up. We end up with a bunch of bags. We take two of our leftover bags and they're like, okay. Like, and my friend is like, well, like, let's go. They have like a karaoke room at their house. Let's go to karaoke. And I was like, okay, that sounds like wild. Let's go to a karaoke room. Love that energy. Fancy. Uh, Nina's like part, my friend Nina's partner picks us up and she takes a picture of me in the back with like each of ours. Like we divided up the leftovers bag. It took ours. We had two bags. So I take mine and she takes a picture of me with them. And I story it drunkenly and just write hot girls love leftovers, which is not a great joke, but whatever, like, sure. you know, it, it's up for 24 hours. And we get there. First of all, we walk into the house, which owned, which is owned by the two girls, one of whom fell asleep in the middle of dinner, who never comes back, by the way. She was not saving her energy for later. <laughs> like, she's just, like, out of the narrative at this point. And the other girl, we walk in and are immediately greeted by a hairless cat. And the other girl who's there is like, that's Barbara. And if you let her out, I will burn this house down with you inside of it. <laughs> like, okay. Like, maybe you should just, like, fucking put Barbara in your bedroom if that's a concern. <laughs> like, yeah. what? So, yeah, like, we're, like, okay, but, like, we're here, and, like, we don't know, <laughs> like, we've committed, and the karaoke room is, like, a landing, like, it's not a room, it's, like, a landing between two stairways, and it just has, like, a sinister disco ball, and we're, like, can we open a window, because, like, COVID, we don't know you, like, everything is, like, really, it's, so it's just, like, this weird, dark night with these people who seem to hate us, but, like, we haven't had like a social experience in a really long time. So like my two friends and I are like, okay, like we're rolling with it. We're going to have a good time. And like, finally, after a while, we're like, we need to go. We're really fucked up. It's like 2 AM. Like we've sung all the Olivia Rodrigo we can manage. It's <laughs> down here. We bounce. We're like, okay, well that was a weird dinner, whatever. Like write it off as just our re-entrance back into society. Um, so three full days later. So like, three nights, three days. Um, I get a text from a number that I don't recognize. And it's Andrew from the dinner, the, the one person that was like kind of talking to us. And I realized at one point he took a picture of me and my friend and I gave him my number to send it to me. So he has it from that. And he says, I just have to verbatim. Hey, so where did all the leftovers from the entire dinner table end up after you guys left? Just curious since literally none of us were able to have them. And apparently you took them all. I want to go ahead and say, a, we didn't take them. <laughs> this is like, so, but B, it's been three days. Like, like so like whatever pasta yeah. in sauce that he wanted wouldn't have been good. So I'm like, okay. And uh, who cares? That seems like way aggressive energy right, for it. But right. yeah. I'm like, okay, people are confused. And I was like, so I just wrote back, we left two bags with y'all. Like we, we took our leftovers and if they didn't, like, we left them at the restaurant. They left after us. I don't know what happened. Like, he writes back, there was the cake left behind in cannolis, not one piece of anything else. And I'm like, okay, like, I 
sounds like you got really drunk and left your leftovers in an Uber, but like <laughs> I am not responsible for that. Um, so I wrote back, damn, maybe we left bags at the restaurant. I ended up with one pasta and a cannoli. Again, the fact that I even have to itemize the leftovers yeah. that I three days later yeah. just to be like, it's, yeah. <laughs> and so he writes back, I just find that unlikely. We literally walked out of, it, of that place with every bag, not accusing you of being petty and stealing food, but something transpired, <laughs> LOL. Just uh. saying none of us got food, and I also spent $100 on a meal I barely touched. Um, so that... Like, first of all, also, I'm like, again, it's like you can't actually engage with this because this is, I don't know this person at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, we've, we've interacted one time. This coming in real hot. And I'm like, but logically speaking, it's also not my responsibility in the moment to be like, hey, baby, you want to, like, eat your money's worth of that food? Like, that's, like, what? I I don't care if you didn't eat. And, like, and he then he says, just laying that out there. And I said, I'm sorry, IDK, what happened? Good luck with the investigation. And he said, literally not one person at D's house got food. There's no investigation, babe. Hot girls love leftovers though, right? Oh, what? <laughs> Which is like, so then, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Insanity, insanity from a total, like days after none of the food would have been good. And also we didn't have it. Like they left it in an Uber. And then <laughs> three oh, days later, that's so funny. I'm imagining him like, having impassioned conversations with the other people that wouldn't fucking talk to us at this dinner being like, did you get any leftovers? Like just the incredible energy of that. And then also to see my story from three days ago, which again was taken not uh, out, like not away from their house. We didn't take bags of leftovers from their house. It was taken on route from the restaurant to their house with our leftovers, which again is such a stupid thing to even have to think about. Like I'm not laying out the case files for this because it doesn't matter. But then, and then I like was like, okay, so clearly you saw my story and like did a little like searching on my friend's page to be like, okay, where is this person? And he has blocked me. He had blocked me on all platforms at that point. (laughs) So that's Oh my God. That's 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 my that's one of my favorite block tales ever. That is a crazy (laughs) block tale. I love that. Oh my god. That's unbelievable. Over four day old pasta that i didn't even take from someone <laughs> that's <laughs> holy shit unreal we've, ne- we've never had a block tail like that. i also just think like what is what what exactly is this guy hoping to get out of this interaction because here's why i say that because he it seemed like he was approaching it with you in like sort of a half joking like wanted you to know that he knew but was approaching it in like a or what like what he thought he knew and then like approaching it in sort of like this half jokey kind of like if you're the type of like either be upset about it or be fully jokey about it like there's no middle ground like either be like fuck you bitch you stole our leftovers and all my friends are pissed like we don't even fucking know you and you took our leftovers either be either be that or be like don't be passive aggressive yeah or be like oh haha like my friends and i are going like full csi trying to figure out where our leftovers ended up like do you know anything about it we might have left them in an uber did you take them by accident but you know ha 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 like he could have easily like i don't get what this approach was meant to accomplish started with the former and then quickly dipped into the latter. Yeah. When, right. I, when it was just like, I literally do not know. I'm also like really interested. Like there are several assumptions or expectations sort of in his version of events, which is like, I can't. So A, that we would be monitoring his food intake and ensuring that he 
got enough food. Also, I will say if we are going to be petty about his like hundred dollars for dinner comment, he was the only person ordering wine off the menu instead of drinking the, like, you know, the alcohol that we snuck in. And so like, we're paying for his drinks. Like we're splitting it even. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, that's just how you split meals. Everyone's going to pay for someone else's, you know, glass of house red or, or two, like whatever. But like, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you were the person making weird demands on the dinner. Like you were the, yeah. like, it's always then, that. It's always that. Right. It's that vibe. But again, the fact that I'm even on a podcast explaining that nuance <laughs> makes me myself. Like, it makes me like, why do I have? <laughs> yeah. Like, and so there's that expectation. There's also like, I'm like, were we, did he think that we were like going to wrap up his leftovers and then like bring them to the second location for him? Like, was he like, I'm not taking like, what, why would he think that strangers would do that for him? Yeah. Or does he think that we went in, like we brought our bags in and then took them out again? Does he think that like we didn't bring anything? In? Like, I'm just like really confused as to like how his mind got to like, I deserve some leftovers. And the reason that I don't have them is because of this really specific situation. And I need to confront this person about it days later. Yeah. This person I I barely know. Yeah. Yeah. Insane on a lot of levels. Very insane. Wow. I mean, that was a ride. I loved every part of it. Uh, We have another very, uh, I would say another very sort of interesting block tale from a listener here. This one is from Eric. Uh, Not Eric. This is not Eric's first time in the listener block section. Eric tends to, uh, he gives us the the insight on Grinder. We get we get a lot of good Grinder blocks from yeah. Eric. So, oh, yeah. so this one comes in from Eric. Hi, Block Boys. I was recently on Grinder to find a guy so we can get together or maybe have a cute date. And unfortunately, it's been less than successful. Even though I don't use the term uh, anyway. Sorry, he was using a term I don't care to use anyway. He's saying <laughs> sex. He's saying I either wanted to have sex or maybe a cute date. I'm not sure how well versed you are in Grinder etiquette, but I'm assuming not at all. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, A lot of guys don't put their faces in their profiles, but it's generally expected they'll send you a photo of their face if they message you. One guy hit me up and he didn't send a photo with his face in it. So I asked if he could send one since I'd seen hog and hole, uh, which I think that's a great that's Freeze. my that's my favorite pub yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. the hog and the hole. hog and hole like classic peanut butter and jelly yeah. like <laughs> yeah exactly so uh i'd asked if he send one since i'd seen hog and hole and he sent me a bunch of photos that were run through facetune and tiktok and snapchat <laughs> uh all three filters to the point that the beach he was on got smoothed out into oblivion i really cannot begin to describe how inscrutable this was it was like someone used the dog filter on a cheap sex doll on a poorly rendered video game beach i wish i'd screenshotted it because it haunts me anyways i asked could you send a photo without such a heavy filter and he called me a stupid fucking bitch and said the dog ears aren't real idiot and he blocked me so thank you eric so great incredible yeah really yeah, good nice stuff simple. Yeah. So, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> people are escalating things all over the internet it's yep. not exclusive to anyone uh thank you eric for sending that in if you want to send in a listener block you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com 
or you can fill out the form on our website. If you want to donate to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash block party, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, we just put out an episode last week, a Canadian education episode with uh, our good friend Kofi. Uh, we talked about the Canadian Football League. Of course, we have our ongoing paranoia series happening right now. Lots of fun stuff happening over there. We also have ad-free episodes. So if you're hating hearing the ad at the start of the episode, uh, you know, you can head over there. That's all there, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you like the show, tell a friend or you can rate and review it, subscribe. All that good stuff all helps us. Uh, and, you know, that's good. Help us. Help. I was going to say help us help you, but we're yeah, not really helping, helping anybody. Us, yeah. You're just helping us. And we're just, I guess, giving you content. Is that? Yeah, we're helping them with content. Yeah, we're helping. Yeah. We're helping you with content. So I feel helped. Yeah. I feel great. Okay. Oh, yeah. thank you, Aiden. Like a load off my chest. That was very validating. <laughs> there, so we're helping our guests as well. It's really a guest <laughs> outreach program. That's great. And y'all were like, I don't know, man. It kind of sounds like you took the left. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're, uh, we're 100% on your side. That's for, we do. Yeah. We have. I will say we have gotten a few listener blocks where we're sort of like, uh, the, the list, either the listener deserved it or we're sort of like, yeah, maybe you were not, maybe you weren't in the best spot, yeah. you know? So, yeah. so yeah. The, 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 this was not one of those times, Aiden. So you're good. Uh, but yeah, so you can check all that out at Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. Uh, we're now here at the end of the show and, uh, Aiden, we always like to finish the show with a top three, three, two, one, three, two, one. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Two. Girlfriends. Uno, 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 uno. Uh, so what do you have for us, please? Uh, in the spirit of my blog, I wanted to do the top three best foods to reheat. Top three best leftover foods. Oh, that's we have not done that. Before. I think we have actually. Have we? I think I might. Have, no. I might have to consult the board. We can. We can like, do it again. We're at the point where we can start doing. I feel it again, like we I have think. done top three leftovers. I can, I can do something else. I have uh, a lot of. But reheat, of reheating is like a separate thing. I, True. I like. I'm reading the list very quickly. I don't think we've done that. Uh, you might be right. We we maybe have not done it. For some reason, it stuck it in my head as one we had done. But we've done something like top three like hungover foods or something. Uh, like, we've definitely done that. Yeah. Uh, I think we... it's I think it's safe to do. Okay. Yeah. My apologies. It looks like we're good. Top three leftovers. Okay, I like that. All right. Uh, nice. What's your number three, Aiden? Um, I would say that my number three would be mashed potatoes. Oh. They're great. I think they're like solid. But not like not one or two, but they heat up nicely. That's a good choice. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, that is a good choice. Yeah. Uh, number. I'm just gonna say just like just just pasta. You know, just pasta in general. Just pasta in general. You know, it's nice. Just like a leftover pasta. Very easy to reheat. Yeah. Uh, very delicious. Um, yeah, and very filling. You know, even as as a leftover. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with pasta. Yeah. Like that. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go similarly generic for my number three. And I, I think this is more so this kind, I'm going to say there will be some listeners who think this doesn't count, mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's a mood thing for me when you have leftover dessert. Oh yeah. So then it's like the next day mm -hmm. you're like, oh shit, there's still a piece of that cake left. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Or like you go yeah. to your, you go to your mom and dad's for your birthday dinner and yeah. they send you home with a piece of cake or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a great mood. You know, you just open the fridge. You're like, oh my God, I forgot. I get to have another piece of that cake that fucking whipped ass yesterday. Sold. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's my number three dessert. Your number two, yeah. Aiden. Uh, pizza, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I feel like pizza is like student body president of leftovers, like very likable classic choice, but like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Heat it up in the oven and it's delicious. If you're lazy and heat it up the microwave, it's still pretty good. 
Yeah. Yep. Great that's, call. That's a great choice. I'm going to go with fried chicken. Oh, that's also a what? good call too. Yeah. Like right? in the oven? Like, are you, you're not microwaving it, right? I, either or I've done the oven, but like wow. my, even the microwave, it's fine. As long as, as the important thing is having a good dipping sauce. Cause that'll sort of like cover the fact that, okay, this is in my fridge overnight, you know? Okay. Um, okay. The dipping sauce does a lot of the work in that case, but leftover fried chicken, it's fantastic. Yeah, I think I think I feel like it's not too bad. Yeah. And it's also fried chicken has the distinctive but a lot of people would like it cold yeah. as well. You get like a sure, bucket yeah. of KFC or something and then you leave it's the cold chicken yeah, it's still exactly. good. Yeah. 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 John? Uh my number 2, this is also going to be sort of a gen- not generic but just a very weirdly specific one. I'd say any dish except for sushi where rice is like a key component yeah. of it. So like a stir fry fried rice. or a fried rice yeah. because Especially if it's like a stir fry or something with a sauce on it, it actually can like it absorbs seep, the flavor. Yes, it yeah, seeps exactly. into the rice. Yeah, yeah. I think I said and then flavor. when you reheat it, flavor. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great movie starring yeah. Robin Williams. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, but the yeah, that's it. Just gets into the rice and it can almost taste even better. It I'm, does. Yeah, I'm really thinking of like a like a sweet and sour pork or something like that, where you uh-huh. get the the sweet and sour sauce just really gets into the rice. Yeah, that's a great pick. It's a I, I love that. I yeah. love that feel. So that's my number two. Aiden, yeah. your number one. Yeah, actually, my number one is fried rice. My oh, number one is, nice. I think it's, yeah, well, especially because you can like, well, because you just refry it. And if you add like a little bit more soy sauce and then like you add another egg, then it's just like proteiny and it tastes just as good. Like, because, you know, they use day old rice for fried rice anyway. So it's sort of like, yeah, I just think it is a perfect food. Uh, and also they give you so much of it that there's kind of always leftovers. Yeah, there kind of is always yeah. leftovers. Yeah. You can like put other shit in it from your fridge if you're like, oh, like that vegetable is going to go bad. Like feel like crafty. I love it. Big fan. Red race number one. Yep. Great choice. Uh, number one, John just watched the, the Red Sox just hit a home run. Uh, it's not good for the Blue Jays. No. Uh, this is coming out in a week from now. I know. No one will care anymore. Yeah. Number one for me, I got to go with pizza. Uh, it's just like, like you said, it's just like the classic. And like, I know that like if I order pizza or like make a pizza that I'm going to have leftovers for like at least two days after the fact, and I could have it for, you know, lunch or for dinner or, or for breakfast even. So I think, yeah, pizza number one for me. I know it's uh, sort of a cliche choice, but that's what I'm going with. John. Uh, yeah. Pizza's number one for yep. me too. It just, I literally had it left over for lunch today. Uh, it's just, it's a classic. You can't go wrong. And I will say Becca and I, We've had an air fryer for about a year. Ooh. Pizza oh, reheated in an go. air fryer wow. is okay. extremely good. How, how is your, I don't want to take up too much time on this, but I'm very intrigued by the air fryer. Oh, do you not uh, have one? Generally, but I do not have one. So I would say it's uh, it's your classic. If the idea of it sounds good to you, then you will like it. Okay. So, cool. yeah, I mean, I will, I'll say there's two levels of it. So, so Becca and I, Typically, we just use it for actual like frozen fried stuff. So like, you know, you get like your, you know, just like chicken nuggets or whatever. It's like it's great for that. It's really good for reheating things. But uh, my mom. So we got my mom one for Christmas last year. And, you know, she's just like with my dad now. They empty nest. They cook everything in that fucking air fryer. (laughs) Like my mom will cook like like chicken, like raw chicken, just like cooks it up like it like cooks it up into what like everything she just cooks 
almost like I'd say like 75% of their meals in it and they love it as well. So I think you can use it for that, but you can also just, it's a great thing to have just to even cook frozen fries in it. Just like it steps up the game of that kind of stuff. You're like leftovers and frozen stuff. It steps it up by like 50%. So, so worth, worth having. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Aiden, we are here at the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us before we go. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, you can find me on the internet at, at Aiden Arata. Uh, and yeah, I have a newsletter about the internet and the apocalypse, aidenarata.substack.com, or I'm on all social media making you, uh, all types of content. So I'm out there. There you go. Excellent. Check her out. Uh, you can check us out again at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.